Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 7th of March. And as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the score on the door. We have the ASX 200 up 36.1 points or 0.49%, 73.64.7. A good day all round. We opened at 73.12 and we had a high of 73.70.3, 7,370. 73.3 and a low of 73.02.9. So a bit of an early swoon this morning following on from that loss of momentum in the SPY and a pretty lacklustre day in the US kicking off their week on Monday. But it was all about the RBA today, and we rallied into the RBA meeting at 2.30, and then we kicked strongly afterwards, as it looks like the RBA has just um, tweaked their rhetoric slightly. And there are some commentators now suggesting that maybe April will be a pause. It is data-dependent, as they say, but certainly there does seem a glimmer of hope for mortgage holders that maybe uh, things could have a little bit of a break and the RBA will let things do what they will in terms of uh, that lag effect that we see with interest rates. As a result of that, of course, the banks always in the spotlight. They did well today. CBA up 0.3 of a percent, but Westpac up 1.3, ANZ up 1.2%, the big bank basket up 0.6 of a percent. Macquarie up 1.6%, and interestingly, insurers also doing well today, 2.3% higher for QBE, 1.3% higher for Suncorp. And the fund managers did a little better today, with the exception of Magellan, uh, which was down 06 but the rest of the fund managers doing a little bit better. GQG uh, being very contrarian at the moment, buying into the Adani Group, which have rallied considerably on the back of that move to shore up the share price is GQG up 1.4%, Perpetual up 1.9%, and we did get uh, Platinum also up today. Uh, they were up around, where are we, with Platinum, 2.5%. And we did, of course, get the FUM numbers out from Platinum, which came in at 357. Why they would want to release them at 357? I don't know, but they did. Anyway, well, I'm sure the market will have a look at those in a little more detail tomorrow. There wasn't much to go on. A slight diminishing of funds under management, but nothing very significant there. Looking across the rest of the market, the industrials very firm across the board. Wes Farmers up 1.6, Transurban up 0.6, Woolies up 1.1, Coles up 0.9, Telstra up half a percent. All looking good. Brambles up 1.3%. Healthcare better. Ram, uh, we had uh, Ramsey up 0.4, ResMed up 1.1, CSL up 0.8, and Borel up 2.7%. REITs also doing well, the little REIT petites. GMG up 0.7%, and Centre Group up 1%. So everything in the garden in the industrials were rosy. We saw the tech sector slightly better, zero up 1.4%, and 
Technology One up 1.8%, doing well. The Alltech Index up 0.4 of a percent in the end. Not uh, great shakes, but we'll take what we can these days. In terms of the losers, well, once again, we have seen this bifurcated market. We saw the iron ore stocks ease. BHP off a 1%. Santo, uh, Rio uh, down 0.3 ahead of the ex-dividends on Thursday. We also saw lithium stocks under pressure today. Uh, Liontown down 3.8%. Alchem down 1.6, Mineral Resources down 0.4, IGO down 0.4 as well. South 32 down 1.9, Fortescue though managing to hold up 1.4% better. And we did see a little bit of a mixed session in the golds, but generally it was a little bit under some pressure. Newcrest up 0.5, Northern Star down 1.8, Evolution down 1% as well there. So nothing very exciting there. The oil and gas sector better. Woodside up 1.1%. Santos up 27 And the coal stocks holding relatively firm considering the moves we had in coal recently. All right, well, on the corporate front today, we did get some, uh, some big news, I guess, that the, uh, the dead have arisen. And we have seen IVC, which is Invocare, which had a shocking result the other day and collapsed big time has now seen a private equity bid and raid on the share register with uh, the uh, TPG group taking over 17% in a raid and have now bid $12.65 in an NBIO. That's a non-binding indicative offer. If you're wondering what an NBIO is, that is what it is. But certainly the stock did well today up 34.97%. Let's call it 35%. So good day all round for Invocare. It's Stablemate, uh, Propel Future uh, Funerals, which is a smaller brother. Uh, did have a little bit of a run earlier, but didn't really uh, capture the imagination. 1.4% higher. It did open at $4.51. It had a high of $4.56, but closed at $4.39. So doing some rough numbers that we did it doesn't look the cheapest thing in the world in comparison to Invocare, which definitely is the big daddy and the one that you want uh, with all the brands and all the sizes. Uh, they also saw today some corporate resignations from CEOs uh, at Megaport. Uh, nasty there. Uh, you would have thought Megaport shareholders would be celebrating given the terrible performance that we have seen from Megaport uh, recently, uh, but it just got worse, down 15% today, down to $4.88. And ALQ, their CEO, also uh, leaving the building, exit stage left, pursued by Bear, down 3.7% there. On the economic front today, we did get some trade data, the surplus missing expectations a little bit. Consumer confidence, still a little bit nervy, but the RBA was all the focus, 25 basis points as expected, and the Language of the meeting notes from the tea and biscuits at 2.30 with the RBA board uh, was a little bit more dovish, and that certainly helped the market. Asian markets better. Uh, we still got the NPC going in China. 10-year yields fell to 3.69%. In the winners for Grinners today, let's run through them. I've talked about some already. Uh, Invocare being the biggest winner today, 35% higher. Maya, though, doing well. MYR up 9.8% today. uh, Push pay also in demand today. Not very high volume, I must admit, 8.7% higher. 
SG Fleet, SGF, the stock code 6.3% higher. Webit Nano, retail meetings next week with Kobe over from Israel. Webit Nano up 5.4% today. Uh, they did announce that their re-RAM chips now available through Skywalker. Up 5.4% today. Access One, or oh, Accent rather, AX1 doing well today. Uh, they were up uh, 4.7%. That's Accent Group there. And we also saw Silex having a little bit of a tickle higher today. Tentative, but uh, after the placement just above 4 bucks, they have crashed uh, back down to uh, closing today, $3.51. But they were up 4.5% today. In the losers' corner, well, plenty of losers today, unfortunately, as the market continues uh, to punish in places. Megaport uh, become less than Megaport. Uh, MP1 down 15%. Brainchip falling 7.6% today. They had a pretty big run yesterday, though, so some profit-taking creeping in there after they announced they were onto their second generation of the Akita chip, which is an AI very much used in facial recognition and that sort of thing, neural networking uh, for the brain chip, Akita chip. First chip has now been superseded by chip number two. Not sure they got much revenue out of chip number one, but they've moved on to chip number two. Omni Bridgeway down 5.5%, OBL. INR down 5.3% today. We did see a broker report. Sounds a lot, 5.3. It's only two cents. Um, we saw Judo Bank. They got chopped today down 4.4%. Boss Energy down 4.3%. BOE and Grange Resources, GRR, down 4.1%. Liontown down 3.8%. Rounding out the losers' corner. In terms of sectors, well, it was pretty much across the board to the good. Banks, oil and gas, REITs, insurers, industrials, technology. Negative sectors, though, were the iron ore miners with the exception of Fortescue, which shrugged it off, but Rio and BHP. Uh, lithium and gold miners also a little bit mixed today. The big bank basket closing at 175.48, up 0.6 of a percent. The Alltech index up 0.4 of a percent. Gold, in Aussie dollar terms, doing very nicely, thank you. 27.53. Bitcoin, though, steady at 22,456 US dollars a fund token. The Aussie dollar falling away slightly, 67.12 on that tweak, that slight tweak in the RBA language, which has given some uh, potentially a, uh, a thought for a pause from the RBA next time out. Uh, we also saw the 10-year yield falling to 3.74%. Asian markets mixed. Japan up 0.4%, China down 0.2%, Hong Kong doing well up 1.2%. And currently US futures... We have got uh, Dow futures up 39, NASDAQ futures up uh, 44 at the moment. Let's run through some movers and shakers that we haven't talked about. Sayona up 4.3%. They did that capital raise recently at a premium. Uh, Downer, EDI, well, it was an upper today, not a downer, uh, but they are looking as if they're trying to find a base. Let's face it, if Invercare can attract the bid of a private equity player, Maybe Downer could, who knows? But uh, up 3.3% today, $3.41. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Talking of dogs and having their day, uh, Appen was up 7.7% today. Maybe again, maybe there's a few people casting around for dogs that could bark. 
Uh, 5EA, they did an investor presentation yesterday, up 6.4% today. And we did see ALQ down 3.7% after the CEO resigned. Bavura came back on today. Not a great day for them. Down 43% to a mere 39 cents. They have thrown the Hail Mary full of grace pass with the capital raise to support the new CEO's restructure plan. She has her work cut out. Rhythm Biosciences following that big fall yesterday after it had to pull its TGA submission down another 9.2% today. Speculative stock of the day today, Surefire Resources, SRN, was up 26.7%. An exploration target estimate propels Victory Boar Vanadium project to a world-class status. Let's go through company news in a little more detail for those that have the patience. Webit Nano reports their product, uh, Reram IP, is now available in the Skywater Technology S130 process, which allows customers to integrate the technology into their system on chip. I call it Skywalker, not Skywater. Um, a bit Star Warsy. Invercare. This is the big one today. TPG Global, an unsolicited, non-binding indicative offer, the NBIO, as I said earlier. They are going to try and acquire, through a scheme of arrangement, uh, the stock at $12.65 in cash. They've also acquired 17.8% interest in the company. Megaport, Vince English has resigned as CEO effectively immediately, with the board in the search now for a replacement. Rio Tinto has agreed to pay a civil penalty of $15 bucks to settle the charges by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission relating to a bribery scheme, covering themselves in glory again. Uh, and Sayona Mining is raising uh, 50, nearly 55 million bucks in shares at a 34% premium to the last closing price. The offer is at 31.5 cents, so not a bad do for them. Looking at the economic news, uh, the RBA did raise rates as expected by 25 basis points. Uh, they're talking about growth in the Australian economy has slowed, with GDP increasing by only 0.5% in the December quarter, 2.7% over the year. The labour market remains very tight. They expect further tightening monetary policy will needed to ensure that inflation returns to target, and the, this period of high inflation is only temporary. There you go, temporary. It's gone from transitory to temporary. Anyway, the board remains resolute in its determination to return inflation to target and will do what is necessary to achieve that, although they did say that they would be data-dependent, aren't they, always? Australia's trade surplus fell to $12.23 billion in December due to a 1.4% fall in exports and a rise of 1% in imports, and consumer confidence dropped another 0.1 of a point, remaining low for the fourth consecutive week at 799 in other news, it is the AFR's business summit at the moment. Plenty of uh, the good and the great making pronouncements on the Australian economy and the world. Uh, the Bank of America said there could be a surplus of lithium in 2023. Good for them. CBA's Matt Common has been out and about chatting at the summit. Expects banks to come under growing political pressure to pass on rate rises to deposit accounts. You reckon? Um, He thinks that only about a quarter of the people think raising rates will slow or lower inflation. And he had this to say about trading conditions. If you go across the board, trading conditions are clearly really, really strong. There you go. In Asian markets, China's new foreign minister warned that soaring U.S. 
China tensions risk dire consequences. And the Japanese PM has said that Japan will cease to exist if it can't slow the fall of its birth rate. Last year, twice as many people died as were born. And the proportion of people 65 or over rose to more than 29% last year. Coupled that with their H3 rocket, which took off and self-destructed after the second stage energy failed to ignite. All about the Humphrey Hawkins testimony, that's what it's called. Well, that's what it's called in old money, uh, with two days from uh, Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell up on Capitol Hill. Meta's going to be cutting thousands more employees. Kevin McCarthy set to meet the Taiwan president. And that's about it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening, and we'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again.